and uh, we're celebrating some things today. We're celebrating, if you haven't figured out, it's the Sunday of the Cross. Uh, you should have figured that out a long time ago. And uh, we're also, uh, I'm going to work with the gospel. I'm going to work with the epistle. And uh, because I, I don't want to work with it, but we're working with uh, St. Daylight Savings Time. And I don't know about you, but what happens to me when we get to daylight saving time is I have trouble sleeping. So uh, we'll use the stool, and uh, <clears throat> now we're going to go to work in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> now, you realize that there is just some great power, don't you? Uh, no, you probably don't. But watch this. Watch very carefully. Watch very carefully. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Are you aware there was just some power that was let go? Because I blessed you. I blessed you. The priest John blessed you. And... I gave a homily on this at St. Anthony one day. It's in the hands. It's in the hands. There's something special about those hands. Do you know that? There's something special about these hands, those hands. There's something special. Do you know what is special about them? The grace of the priesthood. That's how I hear it whenever there's an ordination because I don't think I've ever been to an ordination like where, the, where the bishop wasn't Arabic. And it was the grace of the priesthood. There's something special about the hands. And when I just gave you a blessing, something happened, there was power how do I know that? Well, amongst other reasons, you, you sung about it, I don't know how many times already today, and by the power of thy cross. There's power in the cross. Enough power to shatter death. That takes a whole lot of power, wouldn't you say? Thou didst shatter death by thy cross. You sang about that a while ago. So what I want to work with today is uh, the cross. I was getting this homily ready, and uh, I do a lot of stuff in the middle of the night. I love the middle of the night. It's not a burden, it's a blessing. And uh, almost every night, no, every night, it, it's two to two and a half hours uh, and I, I love that time, but I was preparing. I do a lot of the homily stuff in the middle of the night. And uh, I, I, but I was starting, the, you know, I, in, when I begin that time of the night, I do the, uh, I start with the Prasagian prayers. And so I was doing, oh, heavenly king, comforter, uh, uh, treasure. There's several translations of it, but treasury of blessings. Do we say a treasury here? What is good thing? Same thing. Treasury. Our treasury. It's still a treasury, right? Treasury. 
And I thought, treasury of good things. Treasury. Well, so I'm going to help you with the treasury today. I'm going to help you access the treasury. And we're going to use the cross to access the treasury, amongst other things. So the gospel was self-evident, right? Take up your cross and follow. Why we read the gospel, that's obvious. I want to take a little piece out of the epistle, too. I learned this when I was probably in the eighth grade. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Are you ever in need? Well, I'm in need every day. And every one of you sitting here today, you have needs. And what you need to deal with your need is you need to gather something from the treasury. You need to find grace to help. When do you, when do you, when do you want to use that grace to help? You can answer me. When do you want to use the grace to help? In time of need. So what you're doing this morning, amongst other things, is you're accessing some grace. You, you may not use it till Wednesday. Maybe you'll use it next week. No, you'll need it sooner than that, but you need grace to help. Okay, now, I want to pick on just one little piece of the divine liturgy. Not just the liturgy, but I want to pick on this little piece of the divine liturgy where you're going to get some grace to help, or you're going to get grace to help when you receive communion. You're going to get great. You already got grace to help listening to the gospel and the epistles. You've been getting grace all the time. But there's one little piece of the divine liturgy, and it's appropriate on the Sunday of the cross to take this little piece. Seven times, seven times plus one in the divine liturgy, <coughs> the priest turns around and blesses you with the sign of the cross. Three times with peace be to all. Once with the gospel book itself. Once with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Once with and the mercies of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ be with you all. And then again, the blessing of the Lord and his mercy come upon you through his grace and love for mankind. Seven times. Power! Is there power in the cross? Is there? Seven times the priest turns around and, you know, he's, he just needs to exercise his arm. You know, you know they, the, whoever did this liturgy thing St. Basil or St. John Chrysostom, you know, they figured, well, the priest has been doing all this stuff for a while, so he just needs to exercise his arm. No, seven times in the liturgy, power is exuded. Do you know why he turns around and does that? Because at that point, you need grace to help. Because most of those times, you're preparing lunch. Or sometimes you're wondering who's winning the game. 
Or sometimes you're worrying about how well you didn't sleep last night. Or you're worrying about what you're going to do on Monday. Or your kids aren't behaving properly. Or your spouse spoke malevolently towards you. Or whatever. You need grace to help. And so we have the sign of the cross. You know, I, I was sitting back there and I was thinking, how many, how many crosses are shown in this church? I couldn't even count them in the altar. Honestly, I couldn't count them. I mean, I looked, the first thing I did is I looked down at my stole. Well, I got two, four, six. I got six of them on my stole. But there's actually more than six of them on the stole. And then I have this one here. Crosses everywhere. Why do we have those? Why do we have those crosses? Well, because there's power in the cross. Power. And in that cross, we find grace to help in this time of need. So, uh, when that priest turns around and he blesses you, let's just take one. Let's take peace be to all. What's the answer? What's the reply? What's the response? So where is the blessing aimed? Now, I'll answer that because you might screw up. Where, when, when he says, peace be to all. Now, there, there's something special in those hands. I'm going to get to hands that they're still special, but not special in the same way. But when he turns around and says, peace be to all, where's, where is that blessing aimed? Well, your, your response tells you where it was aimed. It's aimed at your spirit. How do I know that? Because of how you respond. Because you say, and to your spirit. So he's saying, peace be to all. To your, he's saying that to your spirit. And you reply, and to your spirit. So that's where that blessing is going. It's going to your spirit. Do you ever need help in your spirit? Do you ever feel like you're weak in spirit? And you need help? I do all the time. So, <clears throat> yes, there is something special about the priest. I have something fun going on up here in the altar. With my, you know, it's just a little thing. I, when I sit in the altar, I sit right behind John the pastor. And so I'm looking directly at uh, St. Ignatius. And St. Ignatius is sort of going like this. And so I go like this, like we're giving high fives. Honestly, every Sunday, I do it just like, he, and, I, and, and I smile at him. And, uh, but I know it's not just, it's not really a high five. Because he's giving a blessing in the icon. He's giving a blessing. And so I'm sitting there behind John the Baptist, and, and, and St. Ignatius is giving me a blessing because there's power in his hand. Well, that's not fair. The priest has all that power in his hands. You know, <laughs> if you were going to count all the crosses in this place today, we'd run it. It would just take forever. How many times today have you done this? Now, there's power there, too. 
It's not quite the same as when the priest or the bishop gives you a blessing. Oh, by the way, what if it's a really bad priest or a bad bishop? Well, then there's no power, right? Wrong. No, there's power. There's power. Now, but what about you? You cross yourself. You wear crosses. Oh, do you make the sign of the cross over your children when they go to bed? I do. And my children are old. My baby's 50. The last thing I do before I go to bed, the last thing I do is to give a blessing to each of my children. Not as a priest, but as their dad. Is there power in that? I don't think I could go to sleep without doing it. Sometimes when I wake up, I say, did I remember to give my children a blessing? I'm pretty sure I did. So what do I do then? Give them a blessing. Does it do any good? Yeah. You know, sometimes I give a blessing to somebody I haven't even seen. There's a guy in Phoenix. His name is John Lappin. He's wandered so far from God, it's unbelievable even to himself. And sometimes, can I give a blessing to somebody in Phoenix? Sure I can. I usually try to figure out what direction it is. Honestly, honestly, and give John a blessing. For some reason, this, this guy has been on my, he's 61. I knew him, he's between Dan and Gary. I only knew him for three months. Well, I knew him for a long I knew him in Tempe. I knew his parents in Tempe. And for some reason, I think about John all the time. Every day, every night, I think about John. I don't know why. I mean, out of all the people on the earth, I think about John Lappin. A blessing. A blessing. Oh, folks, there is power in the cross. You know, I think. I've made the point. Power and the cross. Use it. You say, well, oh, one more thing. I, I don't want to leave it out. I was looking at, I, I go to Gold's Gym. Uh, sometimes that other old priest, <coughs> Father John Carrillo, shows up there. He works a lot harder than I do. But I was, uh, I try to hide behind a, uh, I, I work on a recumbent bike. But I choose one that's got a TV screen on it, <coughs> and I turn, I turn the TV off because I don't want to watch it. By the way, Father Nicholas joined the wide, but, uh, the, but I never see him. He doesn't, he doesn't do it. <laughs> but Father John Creel is there. Sometimes the place is really holy because the three of us are there. But I, I, I noticed someone on the TV who, who isn't a professing Christian, as a matter of fact, appears to be 
uh, an enemy wearing a cross will be held accountable. Don't wear a cross for jewelry only. It's okay. This is jewelry, folks. Very expensive jewelry. A very dear friend had this made for me. That's jewelry. But you better be responsible. By the way, do you know what the thing, you know what the last thing the priest does before he puts on the cross? Kisses it. It's a good habit for you too. When you put your cross on, kiss it. Why? Because you love it. But it's not just there. It's there's power in it, and there's there's even an accountability in wearing a cross. Sometimes you see these entertainers. You know, wearing all this junk, but then they're wearing a cross also. One day, there will be accountability. Accountability for me, too, one day. So, the blessing of the Lord and his mercy come upon you through his grace and love for mankind, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen.